What up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mike Mathis, with the Thoughts from My Loft Podcast. I repeat, it's your boy, Mike Mathis, with the Thoughts from My Loft Podcast. And I got a special message from somebody. Hold on right quick. Hold on. And I'm just so tired of the conversation of brands. Why don't we start the conversation with love? Why don't we start the conversation with God? Why don't we start this conversation with family instead? It's not about branding at a certain point. That's one of my um, favorite artists, somebody I look up to, Kanye Omari West. I think this is middle name. I don't know. But hey, how y'all doing? I know it's been a long week. Um, I know I'm a little bit behind on this episode. This will be up around about 3 or 4 o'clock today. So let's just dive right into this real quick. First of all, your baby daddy could never. Second of all, um, I want to talk about a topic that's really kind of prevalent in all communities, really. But more specifically, um, in the Afro-American community. So, we always talk about old traditions and old religions and all these things, right? But we also want to benefit and take away from those traditions and religions and use them to our advantage without having to own up to and also fulfill an obligation that those people fulfilled back in the day. Michael, what the hell are you talking about now? Let me explain. A lot of people say, well, they just don't make the women like they used to anymore. Well, they do, but they're men now. (laughs) Or they just don't make the men like they used to no more. They do. They were once women. That was a little joke. I know I'm going to get counsel behind that. I ain't got but eight subscribers, y'all. Don't, don't. Let's, Let's not do this. But on a serious note, they don't make the women like they used to. They don't make the men like they used to. Ain't no more fear of God no more. First of all, they ain't been, listen, as a person who reads the Old and New Testament, as a person who studies the Bible, as a person who um, actually goes to church, a person who reads and listens and follows the word accordingly to the best of their ability throughout the day, there hasn't been a fear of reverence of God since Adam and Eve got on this earth, okay? Um, you want to point out specific times where the the fear of God was there and God was worshipped and he was praised, sure. But I can also point out plenty of times where the people didn't give a hoot about who God was and God dealt with them people. Nonetheless, God is still real and we still love him. But let me get back to the husband and wife and the family. Oh, you know, well, the husband back in the day used to do this. Yeah, and the wives used to do this back in the day. Like, oh, the husband used to provide. They used to do this. They used to do that. Yeah, and the wives used to actually cook and clean and and I'm not and please don't think I'm sexist. I'm just giving y'all ideas and theologies back to y'all. But I'm trying to get y'all to understand that you guys aren't upholding the standard yourselves. Oh well, the wives used to cook and clean. Yeah, and the husbands used to actually want to work too. They used to actually want to take their families to churches. They used to protect their families. They used to be married and not in all these situational relationships. They used to, you know, be there for one another. But let's look at the flip side of that, the things our grandparents don't tell us about. They always talk about, oh, well, me and me and Ed been together for 45 years. But they won't tell you about the 15 years that they dealt with physical trauma from one another. They won't tell you when grandma walked out on Ed or Ed walked out on your grandma. They won't talk about those family members that, that, are, that are intertwined with each other. They won't tell you about those deep-rooted, dark secrets um, they won't tell you those certain things, you know, because back then in the days, it was it was common for a man to have a work life, a home life and another life. And nobody knew nothing about it. But guess what? The wives still took care of home. 
and the husbands made sure the bills was paid. They won't tell you about the times when women, you know what I'm saying, would would do the things they wanted to do that was against their husband. But guess what? That man's food was still made. The plate was on the table. The kids had the kids had they they clothes like ironed out for school. That man's clothes was ironed, regardless of the situation. Now, if we could take the if we could take the diligence of that time period as far as you know loving somebody and 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 being with somebody and being there for somebody, I think we can learn from that. But as far as acting like that time period and time were just perfect. And they're the ultimate standard of what love and marriage and all that stuff should be. I highly disagree with that. Because go actually talk to your grandparents, your aunties, your uncles, your great aunties. Hell, your mom and dad, they still together. Go talk to them about what it was like during their marriage. Not what it's like now. It's easy when the kids are all going to college and it's just the mom and dad, grandpa and grandma left. What about when you first met grandma and grandpa or vice versa? What are some things y'all went through? Let's talk about the area of cheating. Cheating infidelity, you know, we, t- we talk about in the marriage vows to say to death do us part and all these things. Right. And that's but we, we act like cheating is just the ultimate sin. You cheat on somebody, they got to go unless they got some things, some external things that we just love. Like if a very beautiful woman cheats on a guy nine times out of ten, ain't nobody going to really care nothing about it. If a man with a lot of money cheats and. Physically abuses a woman She might stay in that situation And I think the people who are hurting those situations Have to look at themselves And ask yourself What is it that drives me back to this person What is it that makes this okay And my feelings don't matter Where am I getting my standard Of right and wrong from But we tell ourselves We try so hard to tell ourselves That I'm nothing like my mom I'm nothing like my dad I'm nothing like my grandpa or my grandma but we're allowing those same things in our lives to this day. You know, I was always big on, I'm, 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 I'm nothing like my dad, my mom, my grandpa. But I do some of the same actions they do. And when I got to the point when I was in therapy, when I was still in therapy now, I got to the point where I could openly talk about certain topics and be okay with it. And now it's a thing of, I understand what my mom and my dad and my grandpa and my grandma I understand what they went through. My mom and dad didn't have it figured out at 23 when they had me. And I for daggone sure didn't have it figured out. But let's get back on the area of cheating. People say you can love somebody and love another person. And I used to be like, well, ain't no way in the way you can love. Well, if you can love your mom, you can love your dad at the same time. If you're a husband, you can love your wife and love your husband. And you can love your kids at the same time. So why can't? And I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying, can we just talk about the, the area of love here? The Bible says men will be lovers of themselves. Like, I don't, like, personally, I don't believe if a husband or a wife does something wrong against one another that they don't love each other anymore. I don't believe that at all. Because to make that argument, I would also have to make an argument and say, because I fall short of the grace and glory of God, I don't believe in God anymore. Or I don't have a love for God. And I know in my heart that's not true. So and I, just like I don't I believe that a person could you could be in a in a loving and a amazing marriage and be have your have a life going on or whatever. And you can meet somebody at a corner store, at a supermarket, at the fish fry, whatever, on tour, at a concert, at a grocery, wherever. And you could you could be in love with that person tomorrow. 
But what is that love built off of, though? Because just because it's love, they don't, they don't make it right. You can be in love with the wrong things. The the special meal that your wife or the, 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 the special things, the acts of love that your husband or wife gives to you freely that nobody else has, you know, that favorite meal or that 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 stitching of that sweater or, you know, um, certain things like, you know, or your, your girlfriend getting you your vinyl, which or you know, with, with, with the name on it and all that stuff like, you know, what I'm saying like those things are nobody else has access to that. But that girl or that dude or that you confide in with that you've been to like everybody has access to that outside of you you're not the only person that has access to that so it lessens the value but we're but we love it because we feel like it's exclusive we feel like it but there is no guilt or no shame behind you loving your spouse but you will have guilt and shame behind stepping outside of your marriage and loving somebody else i'm in no way shape form on this podcast condoning cheating and infidelity I'm just trying to get us to look to not look at things at face value so that way we can talk about these things and help one another. Stop trying to act like because somebody loves you that they're incapable of doing wrong. Stop trying to act like because this happened 10 years ago that it's going to happen again. I say it all the time. People who believe that people can't change, they don't believe in change. And they also have unforgiveness issues. And the Bible says thoroughly, if you won't forgive your brother or sister, I won't forgive you either. That's that's what it says in scripture, y'all. I didn't write it. You know what I'm saying? We gotta take this thing a little bit more seriously. You know, um a perfect example of what I'm talking about is the movie called Fences with Denzel Washington. He had a family, a son, a daughter. I think he had two or three kids. He had a wife, a loving wife that was there for him. His partners tried to warn him at work, hey man, I see you and that girl hanging out. And the movie never shows what this woman is because that wasn't the point. It wasn't the point of what she looked like or whatever. The point was is that he had a covenant of love in his relationship with his wife. And he was stepping outside of that because he was talking to somebody else. And he ended up having sex with her. He ended up having a child by her. And his wife was right there beside him. Because the Bible specifically talks about it. I ain't trying to push the Bible down your throat. I'm just telling y'all what I personally believe and also my own personal convictions. I'm not trying to condemn nobody, but it talks about, like, you know, how we're supposed to be there for one another and love one another. And, you know, how friends can, you know, f- friends are some, almost better than your brother. You know, what, what better is have a friend for you, somebody that lay down their life. But you think these things we don't talk about, y'all. Like, these things actually happened, though. She was hurt. And she expressed her feeling like she was like, you had like, I didn't make any sacrifices. Like, I didn't have men wanting me. And but see, people don't. And his look on his face was ridiculous. Like, I can't believe this. But how could you not believe this? If you want something, you tell me somebody else don't want it either. Of course they want it. But the thing is, can they have it, though? That's the thing. That's his wife. She was still there for him. And she took care of the child. That's love, y'all. Y'all call it stupidity. No, stupidity is is being with somebody that you know you're not in love with. Stupidity is is posting on Facebook that you that you single and ain't got nobody. You pop up pregnant a month later, and at the baby shower you keep showing us relationship photos, but when it comes to pictures with the baby, all we see is you with a stomach. Well, where's the Nick? Where's the dude that that you've been stressing about and been? And been telling us out, telling us about leaving me on red for 
you know, leave me on red. I'm trying to see what's up. And you leave me on red, but when I go look at the baby shower photos or whatever, it's just you with a stomach in that same pose y'all do. Why isn't that not talked about? And, you know, we talk about the cheating and infidelity thing lightly. Like, and we joke about, like, oh, you know, my husband and wife are never do this or, uh, oh, you know, whatever. Okay, cool. Well, given the opportunity, I've learned in life anybody is capable of anything. And that's just a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let's take it back to the whole parenting thing, right? Where we have things going on as far as an absent parent and a present parent. But you can be a you could be an absent present parent too. Like you could be an amazing husband and a trash father. You could be a tr- a, a trash husband and an amazing father. And same thing with a mom. You could be an amazing wife and a terrible mother. You could be an amazing mother and a terrible wife. It's like that. But I've always wondered something, though, y'all. Y'all help me out in the comments. Why is it that a parent who walks out on the family, right, whether it's the mom or the dad, because best believe mothers do walk out on on families, too. um, Why is it that when the child is successful and the child is doing good in life, why is it that the present parent gets all the credit for it, but if the child does bad in life, it's the absence parent fault? I've always wondered that. Like, uh, some of us men are conditioned to believe everything our mama say. Mama don't never do no wrong. Oh, you must got that line from your daddy. How did I get it from my dad? My dad ain't here. I've been around you my whole life. Well, you didn't get it from me. Really? Oh, you 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 in and out. You got relationship issues. You must got that from your daddy. I ain't seen my dad in ten years, mama. I got it from you. I learned the game from you, mama or daddy. Like you know, if a daughter with her dad or if a son with his dad. Like why are we always placing blame on the parents that aren't here? You know why? Why do we think that our children's success is predicated upon? Is always predicated upon. Our good efforts, but our things we lacked in don't play a role in that child's life. I just want to understand that. If I'm around a cat for 45 days, I'm going to start licking my paws like a cat. That's just what I'm going to do because I've been around a cat all my life. I can't blame one on a, the dog in here. I don't know how to bark. I got that from you, mom. I got that from you, dad. Grandpa, grandma, auntie, uncle, whoever, I got that from you. Is it supposed to be that way? No. But we make it that way, though, don't we? Listen, y'all. I ain't saying I know everything because I don't. All right. I'm 29 years old. I stay on my own. I travel. You know what I'm saying? Um, I take care of my family. I do what I got to do. Um, But I'm just saying we got to do better, y'all. I'm just saying everything ain't always what it seems at face value. And through God's love, we can make it through anything, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got to have our head down about things. We ain't got to, you know, feel like, Life is over. You know what I'm saying? If you truly love somebody or if you don't love them, you know what I'm saying? If you truly love somebody, you feel like things need to come to a close, close it. If y'all feel like y'all can push through, push through. You know, we keep judging people on conditions and not the actual action. I remember growing up in school and being teased for being a virgin. But virginity is something that's pure and wholesome. It's represented. 
I came up in a time where if a girl had a child in high school, she was considered a hoe. And that may have been that, that girl's first time having sex ever. I know a lot of girls from high school that dealt with that. But there is no sin if a girl has a child at 17, 18. The sin is adultery. The sin is fornication. The sin is sex outside marriage. That's the sin. Having a child isn't the sin, though. You know what I'm saying? Having that child is not the sin. The sin is actually the fornication, the sex. Same thing we do with boyfriends and girlfriends, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the Bible doesn't make any reference of that, but we but we call it that, though. Technically, you're just friends or whatever, but, you know, we, we put those labels on them, right? Because those labels make us feel like we have to be confided to something. But technically, you don't owe any, a person anything unless you're in a marriage with them. Now, that doesn't want you to do wrong against that person. I'm just being honest with you. We care more about cheating on our boyfriends and girlfriends than we do being honest with our wives and husbands. So we're making commitment when no commitment is even there. Now, it's good if you can hold true and strong to those things. That's good. But technically, you do not have to. But betrayal and deceit and gossip is also wrong in the same sense. So people are like, oh, you cheated on me. Well, I cheated on you, but the, the actual sin that God is going to judge me for is the fact that I was fornicating with you and the girl I slept with on the side. Or if it's a girl, the actual sin is me fornicating with you. So let's talk about that first. Let's get down to the fornication that me and you, let's, you know, because the cheating thing, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But not saying whatever, like it don't matter, but the actual sin that God is going to look at is the fornication that me and you are committing every night. But we tend to lose. We don't really care about that because we're dating somebody and we think God over just overlooks that. No, no. Now, you shouldn't be. Now, whoremonging is a sin. Yes, like having different multiple partners. Yes. And, I, you know, I guess in some ways, too, God does honor the fact that two people can love one another and build one another and, and be real with one another and share the gospel and love on one another. So God does look at that, too. But we got to be careful, too, y'all. We don't, you know, we don't want to keep using, you know, just keep abundantly using grace that it, you know, that it doesn't, it things don't, we aren't sensitive to things anymore. You know what I'm saying? We want to keep it real, too, y'all. But um, I'm going to get to end this podcast. It's been a pretty long episode. I didn't think I was going to talk this long, but I love y'all. Um, working on a new project. Um, I already told y'all, so more to come, more to come, more to come. Y'all have a blessed weekend. I'll put this up at like 3 or 4 o'clock. Have a blessed one, y'all. Be safe. Labor Day weekend. Oh, my God.